Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Check out the Weedsman Podcast, Tuesdays and Fridays on iTunes and ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. I got one thing that's just really fucking getting me fired up to talk about tonight. Have you guys making your ass itch? seen any of these fucking videos from this guy, Amiri King? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I had one posted on my on my uh, timeline the other day. But let's, you know what? We'll yeah. start the show. Yeah, let's start the show and then inform me about this. I'm curious. Well, I was going to say, maybe you guys should take a listen or something. Oh, I know. Yeah, I'm what, aware. Some... I'm aware. Okay. All right. As long as, as, long as two-thirds of us are not going to <laughs> yeah. There you go. Christopher Media. Let's make some noise. From Asthma Core Studios near Detroit, Michigan, it's unregimented. Gangsters, what's up, guys? 121. What you know about that? No, it's after 120. Before 122. I'm Chris. I'm Aaron. I'm Rich. Jay's at the airport. We're in the air. Thanks for all the Twitter followers. How many did you say we had for for this show? We just got cracked 2K. Yeah. And over four thousand uh, for the uh, network for network for Christopher Media. Yeah, thank you everybody. Thanks for the support. We're getting the love on the Facebooks, on the Twitters. I know. I keep debating on Instagram. Are we too old for Instagram? What the fuck are we gonna put on Instagram? Pictures of us talking? Instagram and Tumblr are like they rose like two hundred and fifty percent in uh, users. Do you know what Tumblr's great for? In the last like two years, Tumblr is great for porn. Apparently. Oh, it's fucking awesome yeah. for porn. It's it, it's 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 a new favorite. It's a new rabbit hole to go down. Should should yeah. I not have called it a rabbit hole? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, girls are just giving it out for free. Are these mostly like pros, like promoting themselves? No, it's like these are just chicks who are just, just putting it out there. Regular attainable. Hello world. Yes, I, I have, have hair been, growing in places. I could have been sitting next Check to you out. on the bus, and now oh, no. I know what you look like with a cock in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy that is bizarre it just yeah uh, i don't know i don't even know what to say about that just put it out there for free like i understand just doing it, for it out money. there too they realize they may need a job at some point right i understand doing it like sending nude pictures to a guy that you're into i understand posting nude pictures and videos to make money just like all the world should appreciate my nude body that's kind of bizarre. Not really. I'm still no. going to make that a drop, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Someone appreciate my nude body. Yeah, all the world appreciate my nude body. <laughs> I don't think it's that bizarre, especially with nowadays where there's nothing sacred. Everything. I just think Aaron yeah. puts Aaron. Every, everything out there. It's no more narcissistic than us thinking we to, have something important enough to say for people to listen to. To what gain, though? Yeah. You, like, what are you hoping? Hats on the back? I know, right? Your mama did a good job. Someone had a thumbs up on you porn? Yeah. Knowing some dude's just spilling fucking seed over his fucking knuckles for you? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's enough. Maybe Man, this people is get safe... off on weird shit. Who knows? Right. Well, I guess... Uh, younger girls tend to do a lot of stupid things to get attention from guys. Hey, look. And uh, uh, this is certainly better than just... Bl- showing her body is not stupid. This is certainly be better than just blowing random guys or one night stand. I guess you no, could... No, it's not. You could, you, could, <laughs> you, could you could argue it was healthier behavior than, you know, a, a series of one night stands. You're just, hey, you're just proud of your body, I guess. I, I guess, man. I don't know. I don't even. I, I don't even like showing like pictures of me not hiding behind a guitar on Facebook. So <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I, know, I just personally, I have a personal policy of none of my friends and family should know what my cock looks like. <laughs> yeah, I'm there with you. <laughs> you interview one of these huh? girls, and they're like, uh, "Well, sure, you know, there's a lot of people you don't want to see you nude, but you're just hoping somebody rich sees it, really." <laughs> Yeah, like, are they going to get fucking signed? Like, are they thinking a talent scout from Vivid's going to be on Tumblr and be like, yes, find her? Well, we saw how... Bathe her and bring her to me. We saw how Kim Kardashian became famous. She put that shit out herself. Well, sure, yeah, but it... And so are these girls. That's what I'm saying. Oh. So what? These are all entrepreneurs now? Are we labeling them wrong? Yeah. These are independent business women. Well, 
you know, that's, they're not asking for money up front like the skanks on the porn sites. They're just, you know, providing a service and hoping that somebody will pay them back in kind with, uh, you know, fur coats for the rest of their goddamn lives or something. Hey, well, look, if any of these women out there for. Hey, I came. Here's are, a dollar. really need a partner to make their sex tape with, <laughs> I'll throw my hat in the <laughs> ring. I mean, I'm just saying it'll look like a polar bear fucking a football, but it'll be all good. So. Stunt cock for yeah. hire. Chloe <laughs> Kardashian, call me. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the one who just turned eighteen? No, Chloe. Damn it, Chloe's <laughs> the Bigfoot. Uh, scratch that. What's the one who just turned eighteen? Isn't it Kendall or something? Whichever one's eighteen. All I'm saying is, that Chloe's the, is, isn't she considered the least attractive of them? Yeah, Probably. I don't, people... I don't know. Well, no, no. What I'm getting at is that means she tries the hardest. Yeah, yeah I'll take her number. She does <laughs> anal the <laughs> easiest. <laughs> Exactly. Well, you, hey, I, br- I brought the Patron. What's that for? We, Here, we, my okay. We so. live in a world where you could just as easily be "quote unquote" famous for doing that. Yeah, what are you here for? Uh, I fucked the ugliest Kardashian. Oh, good job. That's Lamar Odom's <laughs> job for a while. Yeah, Eminem had a line in the song. I got drunk and woke up in a car with the ugly Kardashian. So, yeah, there you go. Well, so, yeah, I mean, but she's that's like saying now. she's in an Eminem song. That's kind of like TV ugly. I mean, you don't really get that ugly when you're a Kardashian, right? I seen them all. I don't. I don't, re- think, I don't, I don't remember any snaggletooth bitches in that bunch. <laughs> I don't remember any you. circus freaks walking around that family. Based based just on very shallow shit, like sure. just appearance. Sure. Yeah, they're all good looking. Yeah. Some a little bit more than others. Whatever. Based on the personality of a couple of them. Well, I mean, just go fuck off. We're bitch. Ta- yeah, yeah, we're purely talking surface here. We're not digging deep. We're not looking for the beauty within because I don't. I don't see any evidence of that. Pretty much, yeah. Did you guys hear about <laughs> this? Uh, did you hear about the uh, female Viagra that's going to get in- approved, it looks like? Yeah, yeah, I did, actually. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> you're, w- you're welcome, America. I don't get it. Why did it take 10 years? Or, or ever since why take 10 at least 10 when Viagra no fuck that 20 when Viagra come yeah. out like mid 90s yeah, yeah mid to late 90s kids because Bob Dole did a commercial for it no one wants to think of Bob Dole with a rock hard dick <laughs> just pounding Elizabeth Dole with his set arm it's perfect for Jack <laughs> him and Les Paul have the perfect arm position for Jack and there you go <laughs> Well, one percent of the audience is like, "Oh, I get that." Yeah, let's pause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right. <laughs> Maybe the idea of referring to it as female Viagra is just a misnomer. What is but, so? What's it do? Does it make them get more moist? Is this? It's supposed to supposedly boost no, their all, drive. Yeah, this is all in the mind, really. That's what alcohol is for, right? I mean, yeah, but you know, my my no, my, that's more lower your defenses and standards. <laughs> You know what though? My girlfriend made a good point. A lot, a lot of these, <laughs> a, a lot of these antidepressants that most of the women are on nowadays kill your sex drive. Well, that this oh, will help to remedy fir- that. That's the first thing I thought. Oh, don't get them off the drugs that are depressing their sex drive. Let's give them another one. Yeah, let's. We just got to find the right balance here. <laughs> It's like, it's again, it's like Homer with the lobster tank. <laughs> you remember? Yeah. He puts the lobster in the fish tank and he tries to find the right amount of salt that'll <laughs> allow them to both live comfortably. This fucking Ends kills it. Dead fish and a dead lobster. <laughs> Is this really the, the, the answer is always another pill. Nobody even considers the answer being maybe not this pill or maybe no pills. The answer is always. Oh, you're having some side effects from that pill that we gave you? Well, we got a pill for that. Dude, and that's so that's just not that's not limited to, you know, uh health and depression and shit mm-hmm. like that. That's everything these days. They right. I, I can't believe like, okay, so if you're strung out in heroin, we're gonna give you Suboxone, which is even worse to come off than heroin. Makes methadone right. look like fucking romper room. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like we're or but but it blocks the effects of heroin. But you're strung out on the fucking pill that got you off of heroin. But yeah. now you're strung out yeah. to the pharmaceutical company so i guess that's all good right yeah we'll get you off the street drug and put you on the government sanctioned drug yeah that's these taxable drugs as bill hicks would say yeah and why why are we making libido increasing drugs as well when when you're just you're giving a tool to predators right i mean how long that's where you go with this 
Dude, your yes. mind is going to predators oh, a how, lot in these episodes. How recently. long is it going to be until we hear the first story about some guy slipping this in some girl's drink and uh, trying to get frisky uh, with her? Giving first her the of all, it can't be stronger than GHB. So right there, that's I'm not the saying it, Yeah, it's not going to knock her out. And I'm sure it wouldn't really work. I mean, if the chick's not into you, I don't exactly. think it's any... going to make her horny, but not for you. So. <laughs> right. yeah, exactly. She'd be like, you got a good looking brother somewhere? Yeah. Oh, fuck. This is a Spanish shit. fly. But still, somebody's going to try to abuse it. Well, I guess you could do the same thing with like ecstasy and probably achieve similar results, which are, you know, just at the end of the day, if the chick's into you, she's going to be into it. I, dude, I don't know, man. That. I've been to some parties where I've seen some people that I'm like, if it wasn't for drugs, those two would not be together right now. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's just, hey, that shit is called ecstasy for a reason. God knows, God knows that. I've I've been rolling and then had a moment of clarity and been like, what the fuck am I doing? I don't know if it lowers your standards as much as alcohol does, though. Yeah. What, how do you guys feel? I, it, it makes it makes it just makes everybody a lot more tolerable. Well, that's not for sure, not yeah. not talking about from looks, but just so you'll end up having a long, deep conversation with someone that usually you just be like, get the fuck away from. Go sit in the corner and think about what you just said. Stop, you know. But that's about all it really did for me. But yeah, it, everything makes more sense. Like, people mm-hmm. tell you the most outrageous shit, and you're like, I never thought about it like that. They got this whole <laughs> fucking universe figured out. <laughs> it's like a mushroom trip, and then you come down, yeah. and you're like, what the fuck were we talking about? Yeah. Anyone write any of that down? No. Oh, dude, I'm so glad that when I was doing that shit, like, wholesale, that I was not around when everybody could easily record you. There's a video recording someone has somewhere of us all tripping balls, and we watched it back sober, and we were like, we must burn this. Yeah. <laughs> this is horrible. I mean, none of us were going to run for political office anyways, but this is just retarded. Seriously. The fuck were we talking about? We were talking about... We just watched kids, too, so we were like... <laughs> oh. <laughs> tripping and, and then watched kids and then recorded ourselves talking about it. And then, of course, five minutes later, we're talking about nothing that has to do with the movie, so... Yeah, speaking of sex abuse. Oh, we're going there. Well, uh, Amnesty International had a... Uh, a big meeting in Dublin on Tuesday, and they're calling for the legalization of prostitution. What do you guys think about that? Oh, I thought you were going to say they're going to try to keep my fellow uh, uh, Irish people out of the sheep. So, all right. Yeah, no. <laughs> Better than what I thought. Um, I don't know. Fucking isn't... Whatever. Go, go ahead, guys, because then I'm going to say my piece, and so then it's going to be over with. So, well, Let's see. I'll, this is part of the uh, quote from Secretary General Salil Shetty. From Amnesty International, he said, sex workers are one of the most marginalized groups in the world who is most who in most instances face constant risk of discrimination, violence and abuse. Sex workers are particularly vulnerable to violence, arbitrary arrest, human trafficking, forced medical interventions and exclusion from social and legal protections like housing and health services. Hey, just like everything else, tax the fucking shit out of it, regulate it. Merry Christmas. Can we move on as can we move on as yeah. a race in a people, country, planet? But doesn't this promote sex? Yes. No, breathing promotes sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love how people try and get propose the idea that there's certain things that that our society can do to control the sex, you know what else promotes the sexual sex? drive of the individual. You know what else promotes sex? The nursery at a hospital. All right, women see that get all baby crazy. You yeah. want to go home and fuck. They don't see them shutting down nurseries at well, hospitals, do you? No. Well, not only are conservative people kind of uh, got their panties in a twist over it. Really? You don't. You don't yeah. say. Jimmy Carter wrote a letter to Amnesty International saying it's not a human right of those with power and privilege to buy for their own gratification the bodies of the of those with financial security. Or emotional needs. If they're willing this participants, is, <laughs> who gives <yeah>. a fuck? <laughs> I wonder if Jimmy Carter ever had a speechwriter. I think this is why he didn't truly capture the imagination of the American people. He's kind of laughed off as a do-nothing president. Fucking I think it's because he can't crystallize his ideas succinctly. The farmer. practice is inherently far- harmful. Protecting that action legitimizes the sexual exploration of a shocking... No- Exploitation. I'm sorry. <laughs> a little Freudian slip in there. Legitimizes the sexual exploitation of a shocking number of vulnerable people, the large majority of whom are women and children. I don't know about that children part. I mean, certainly nobody's advocating the legalization of uh, children. 
being prostitutes. Oh, God. Yeah, if they're willing participants, who gives a shit? But uh, My blood pressure medication know, ain't kicked in yet because I can just... I, really? Really? Can we stop but, acting like women are, the, are these frail fucking creatures that need to be protected mm-hmm. and they can't protect themselves? Well, you can't I deny mean, the fact that there are women who do get into bad situations and are abused and taken advantage of and, and, that liter- is not, and literally that pimped is not out. what we're talking about when we're right. talking about legalizing prostitution. Right. We're I mean, talking. That's a that's talk situation the, where some dude pimps a bitch, right? And well, I mean, look at what's happened in Las Vegas. You have places like the Bunny Ranch flourishing, while in other cities, it is the pimp structure because it is illegal. And once you legalize it, you start bringing these things to the surface and giving girls who choose to do this an alternative way to do that. That's not going to be as harmful or manipulative of them. Man, you can go to Seven and Grand River. Right down the street from where I'm at and just look at the dudes sitting on the corner and you know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Middle of the day sitting on the corner and you just see them, these chicks walking the stroll. Now, right. Two plus two equals powerful erection. I know what those two are doing there together. Well, because we've always had these laws that... I missed uh, that day of kindergarten, by the way. <laughs> our laws govern the people who we think we should be, right? The people we aspire to. The things that... The people that we like to show in public. And uh, that they, they don't deal... There's a lot of laws in this country that don't deal in reality of people. What people are going to do anyway. And what you're never going to be able to control. Off the top of my head... Drugs, sex, and terrorism are three things that you're never going to be able to wipe out of existence. And yet we stage wars on these things. These abstract notions. These things that will, that are, certain things that are built into our nature even that we try and fight with laws. It's laughable. Or the, the plan's still here because we like fucking. Well, yeah, it's always that. Yeah, exactly. If fucking felt like getting a tooth pulled, there'd be a lot less people on the planet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is the worst video in the world. It's like, it's like you know, having a conversation with people and they're like, you know, when they talk to people, they're like, oh, well, why would you ever do drugs? I don't know, because obviously it felt good. Why would you ever not do drugs? You ever try, have you ever tried doing drugs? Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, I smoked weed and I was miserable. Then you probably didn't ever smoke weed again. If you smoked weed and you got high and liked it, guess what? That's enough of a reason to keep doing it. This is not fucking astrophysics here, people. You know, I mean, well, so certain drugs lead you down a little bit different. I mean, I don't know. You ever suck dick for weed? You know, so no. So yeah, it, certain drugs lead you down a different path, but still. Not yet. Still young. well so it's not just paying for sex that certain people find offensive it's just the idea that people are doing it in ways that they feel they shouldn't be doing outside of the marriage cheating the whole ashley madison scandal that's between you and whatever maker exists right or your maker what the fuck gives these these hackers it's sjw's man everyone's got to be the righteous fucking the impact team fucking the internet robin hood like I personally, I think you guys are way off base on this one. Why? Not necessarily, not necessarily with with your your righteous indignation towards people putting their shit out there. Yeah, I'm talking about. I don't think it's a bunch of SJWs. I think it's fucking 4chan, and they're just and, and anonymous and groups like that, and they're just like fuck it, let's fuck with these people. I mean, there might be some people involved that are like, I mean, I'm, I got cheated on, and fuck all cheaters. But for the most part, these are just people that'll do this shit just to do it. Right. Oh, this is, you might be right, Rich. This is pretty brilliant. If so, this is like a combination of hacking and trolling at the same time. Hack trolling? Trollacking? Trollacking. They're totally trollacking the whole nation. <laughs> but quick, someone go to Urban Dictionary, put that on there. <laughs> right. Trollacking? And, and, and then link quick. it to our site and say, yeah. we invented that. Yeah, yeah right. Copyright. Yeah. 2015. Bitches. Um, no, but yeah, they are, they're hacking information and putting people's information out there and screwing them over. I mean, there is, uh, I guess, 9.7 gigabytes of data that Haters. included Haters. member accounts and credit card details. So not only are they, these are like, if your wife doesn't find out, somebody's going to take this information and fuck your life up anyway. Stop hating. And, and if your hey, theory, hey, and hey, if your theory is correct, bad Rich, happens to you and not me. Right. And if their theory is correct, they're doing this purely for the idea of fucking with somebody 
or possibly even using these credit card numbers and getting some monetary rewards themselves, but also simultaneously trolling the nation in, in the fact that maybe they don't really consider this bad, but they know that this is something that people will glom onto and people go, that's right, go. This is finally hackers doing some justice in this world and outing these perverts who are cheating on their wives with other consenting adults. I, man, look, I... First of all, if you're married and you're cheating, you're kind of a scumbag. You really are a scumbag in that aspect anyways. I mean, just, if, you, if you just want to fuck everything that walks, just don't get married. In most cases, yes. There are very rare exceptions to that. But yeah, in most cases, it is somebody just being a heel and stepping out on their wife. But the thing that I thought was funny is that one story I read is that supposedly actually Madison has a bunch of fake female accounts. And it's basically just a fucking way of trying to get information on these guys and get them to pay. Because I guess to send a message, you have to have you spend so many credits. Yeah. And you have to purchase the credits. Oh, and it's, boy. They're not taking Bitcoin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just it's, it's kind of like one big scam is what it is. And all right. So, well, if you're dumb enough to fall for it, I mean, come on, dude. Why would yeah, you but- join a site? Just Craigslist. It's free. Yeah, but somebody's got to be getting laid off of this. Yeah. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. Oh, oh, absolutely, though. You're right. There's plenty of... I mean, you can find anybody you want on the internet. You search hard enough. I hate you. I don't even know you. And I hate your guts. I hope all the bad things in life happen to you and nobody else but you. (laughs) (laughs) It's haters. Yes, exactly. It is the player haters' richest theory. It is, it is the player haters' convention. <laughs> well, what about Jared Fogle? Oh, and he did. There you go. Have nice yeah, day. he's going to get his own foot long. Yeah, foot out, bump. Yeah, he's he's confessing. Like I reserved my judgment until I heard some evidence to the uh, contrary. But he's out of the horse's mouth. He likes child porn, and he owns Yikes. it. <sighs> Jared, come on, dude. That's you. Oh, fucking moron, dude. Okay, seriously, you got enough fucking money. Do what fucking rich scumbags do all the time. Go to Thailand and get yourself a little fucking child. Okay, (laughs) fuck you doing, dumbass. It's not even really frowned upon over there, (laughs) dude. There's that's like part of. Isn't that part? I guess that's where Jimmy Carter's coming from. They're going to Thailand. You'd be like, dude, you want to go fuck a kid, don't you? You sick fuck. Here's what I want to know. The thing that I'm curious about, if we never knew who Jared was, would he have been into, would he have gotten into child porn? Was this always a thing of his? Or was this like uh, Richard Gere, dribble up the ass type of thing where, you know, he had enough money to buy all the strange pussy so he wanted. so subway ass. Right. <laughs> no, I... Aaron had a funny point before we uh, actually started recording. He's like, "Now we, now we, now we know a second thing Jared has right, done." Yeah, this makes two things we know about Jared. He lost a lot of weight, and he likes little kids. <laughs> I mean, it's not a, it's not a great loss. It technically, be three because he likes some subway sandwiches. Right. Well, because we were looking at a list of people. Uh, what was it on uh, on MSN? Or something that uh, spokespeople li- who had fallen from grace. Yeah, people who had torpedoed their careers, and I'm like, that like your OJ's, your Tiger yeah, Woods, your but Paula all, Deen's. All these people had a certain talent. I mean, yeah. even Paula Dean, she was a television personality. She knew how to carry a show and get people interested in cooking. I guess I don't Cook know. Cook with a, watch her fucking a lot show. of butter, apparently. Yeah, that's always interesting. Uh, so you know. What what skill did Jared have? Sell, and, selling your sandwiches? No, absolutely nothing. <laughs> How many years did they put him on camera and he could still couldn't act like himself? Jared, oh. all we need to do is be the guy who lost weight. And he's like standing there like with the broomstick up his ass. Like, what do I do? Line? No, Chris, Chris has watched enough football to know that the subway fucking whatever when it... Isn't it like they bring in Jared like once a, once a football season, and he'd serve like sandwiches to the guys and shit on the set? Do you remember that? No, no. 
<laughs> you, well, I know you didn't remember that, but no. Seriously, Chris, you don't remember that? Because it was just the most uncomfortable minute and a half because he was just so horrible, could not act natural, <laughs> could not act conversational. no banter. When you have fucking Shannon Sharp looking at you going, motherfucker, you can't talk on TV. <laughs> you got a problem, okay? Yeah, guys who got hit in the head think you can't talk. R- right. Even if Subway didn't want to pony up the money for a coach for this motherfucker, why didn't he shell out some of his own green and get a, somebody to coach him up a little bit maybe take an improv class or two I mean something you're making maybe. money just by being out there I mean why not capitalize on it but, yeah but you know dude dude marketing people are like oh he's so he's an everyman you can see yourself having a beer with him right, no. let's put him out there for that and shit if, but if you're like, subway who's now who's the child molester over and if you're subway now a beer what do you guy? do are you like fuck we fixed our wagon to this guy for 20 years. Now he right. likes little kids. Not clean. Hey. Like, you think it's going to affect the sale of the Subway sandwiches nah. for a minute? Nah. Nah. A little bit. No, tiny they, tiny they, bit. They cut, they cut ties with him cleanly. And oh, yeah. They, they were ready for something new anyway. They, they flat out released a statement either today or yesterday that said, We have do not have a working relationship or professional relationship with Jared Fogel. Um, not, this is the end of the conversation. We will not talk about it yeah. anymore. Yeah, it was very brief. And they uh, they cut ties with him back when his manager got busted. Well, they, I mean, they felt the need to, I guess, reinforce that. The good news but, is you're fired. Oh, they were, they, yeah, but they were asked for comment, I think, by uh, Fox. At least if, oh, okay. it, that was the, if that was the quote I read. I'm sure they were asked by, for comment by everybody, actually, and they probably had the same response. What mustache ride? Oh, no, that's the X. Oh, is that wrong? <laughs> that was Subway's quote. Jared doesn't have a mustache. He, he can't act like himself, and he can't grow a mustache. There you go. I wonder if he had oh, a van with no windows. Who's going to be? I think they, they need to get Penn Jillette. Penn Jillette. That's going to be the new Subway spokesperson. Has he been eating no. Subway sandwiches? No, he doesn't eat that shit. <laughs> Have you? Yeah, I know. I know. I, Have you guys I, seen I, him? I like how you say it. Like, he doesn't eat that shit. Meanwhile, we all pretty much desist on pizza. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The slimmer Penn Jillette. I, I have not seen the slimmer you haven't, Penn Jillette. You haven't oh, seen God, it? dude. He looks like he's got AIDS, man. <laughs> I thought he was, I'm not even joking. I thought he was sick, and I had to go. Like, I, I Googled his You're ass. Googling like, Penn Jillette, oh, AIDS. He had to. I got you now. Yeah, well, you know, because we've always seen fat Penn. We've well, that's he, all we've ever seen is fat Penn. So dude, it, the dude wasn't even really fat. Too. He's a fucking huge dude to begin with. He's tall as fuck, man. So I just right. thought he was like. Just a big dude, like no, maybe he I, I never thought he was. Or something. Yeah, I never looked at him. And was like, who's the fat fuck on TV pulling his handkerchief out of his sleeve? Yeah, it, it was, wasn't like he was like fucking Dom DeLuise right, like doing six, magic seven. tricks. But I guess I listened to his podcast a lot, and it was like health issues. It was his doctor going, "Hey, you know, we're going to do something about this, right?" Yeah. Now that you've had this bullshit show and it's actually went into syndication, and you're making actually insane amounts of money, do you want to live to spend oh, it? Lose I, the weight. I think bullshit was pennies compared to they're they're just they're working Vegas. They get paid millions. Yeah, but did did bullshit come out when they were? I mean, I know they have like pretty much a standing gig in Vegas, don't they? Yeah, because he lives out there. But I mean, yes. I, did bullshit come out before or after that? I thought it came from. I thought they were pretty much on tour before bullshit, and then bullshit they were like, let's cash in and it just might sit be. in Vegas. Yeah, uh, you, you you might be right. I don't know the timeline of the the that career, but don't <laughs> that guy in a little. Coat. <laughs> Bad guy in a little gold. Take it off, dickhead. What's funny is, speaking of that that guy right there, Chris Farley, is that documentary come out. And they were talking to David Spade, and he's like, I used to sit in the room, the, you know, we shared an office at SNL. And apparently, Chris Farley never wrote anything. Everyone just wanted to write for Chris Farley. So he's like, I'm trying to write and come up with stuff. And he'd be like, Chris, turn around. And he's like, I'm not turning. Or he'd go, David, turn around. Chris, I'm not turning around. It's fat guy in a little coat. I know it is. I swear it's not. I swear it's not. I'm not turning around. If it's fat guy in a little coat, I'm going to be really pissed. And he'd turn around, sure as shit, Chris Farley's doing it. And David Spade would crack up. And he's like, why do you always do that? And he goes, I'll stop doing it when you stop laughing. Pretty much. <laughs> so, so that was from real life, huh? I, I just, I don't know. I, after watching that, it seemed like Chris Farley was one of them guys that like everybody liked. He was the life of the party. Oh, and, for sure. Like, I don't know. I, I, his girlfriend, remember the blonde in that movie? In, uh, 
Black Sheep? Oh, Tommy Boy? Excuse me, Tommy yeah. Boy. The one at the pool? That's his re- that was his real-life old lady. Oh, I was like, for sure. go he's, ahead. Go ahead, Chris Farley. Pull that high-class ass. A loud, you know funny guy Farley, making millions of dollars? I mean, come on. I'm just saying. I was like, damn, that's pretty good for him. I mean, money or not, shit. Too bad he didn't live to see Amnesty International calling for the legalization of prostitution. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. They, so they did that? They kinda, Wrapped it up in a nice little bow. <laughs> they kind of glossed <laughs> over the fact that. that, yeah, he, he did like his hookers. Yes, buddy. Like three at a time type shit. I'm like, oh. damn, dude. I can only sexually disappoint one woman at a time, let alone three. Thank you for listening, liking, and sharing Unregimented on Facebook and following Unregimented on Twitter at Unregimented Pod. If you like Unregimented, please tell a friend to visit ChristopherMedia.net. You can subscribe to Unregimented on iTunes for free just by clicking through the iTunes banner at ChristopherMedia.net. You can also show your support for Unregimented when you buy something on iTunes just by clicking through the iTunes banner at ChristopherMedia.net. It won't cost you anything extra, and it shows your support for Unregimented. While you're on iTunes, please remember to write a review and rate Unregimented five stars. Just click on the iTunes banner at ChristopherMedia.net. Android users can listen to Unregimented for free at ChristopherMedia.net by clicking on the Stitcher radio player on our homepage. You can also listen to Unregimented for free at TuneIn.com or by downloading their free TuneIn radio app. Don't forget, you can always listen to Unregimented for free across any platform just by going to ChristopherMedia.net. Make sure to check out all of the podcasts on ChristopherMedia.net. Mondays and Fridays, you have Unregimented. Reach us at UnregimentedPod on Twitter. Tuesdays and Fridays, you have the Weedsman Podcast. Find those guys at the Weedsman 420 on Twitter. Wednesday, you have the Projection Booth, projection-booth.com, or at ProBoothCast on Twitter. Saturday, you have the Captain's Table, at Captain's Podcast on Twitter. You can also check out one of our new shows, well, new to us. It's the Ugly Club Podcast. It's another movie podcast, but these guys go with more of a theme each week rather than just one movie. You can check them out at Ugly Club Podcast on Twitter or UglyClubPodcast.com. If you like Unregimented and want to show your support for Unregimented, you can donate to Christopher Media by clicking through the PayPal button at ChristopherMedia.net. If you use Amazon.com, please click through the Amazon banner at ChristopherMedia.net and bookmark the link. It won't cost you anything extra, and when you buy something, you will show your support for Unregimented. If you're looking to launch your own website, please click through the HostGator banner at ChristopherMedia.net that's who we use to host Unregimented. When you sign up for HostGator by clicking through the banner at ChristopherMedia.net, you are helping to support Unregimented. Yvonne Craig, probably my first boner. Batgirl. Batgirl. I saw that today. Goddamn oh. right. How hot was she Dude, in that outfit? I, I, I started looking up pictures of her. Yeah. And I was like, not in costume because she was on Star Trek. She was one of the green girls in Star Trek. Right. Track. The one that does the seductive dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but just like a regular picture of her, just not even glamored up. And I was like, ah, damn. She was fine as a motherfucker. Oh, she was a looker man. and a natural Ready for beauty. a deep pull? There you go. Oh, the rare bat girl theme. Look at how hot she is on that thing. Is that a scooter? Is she sitting side saddle on that fucker? So why does it have a big ba- uh, basketball hoop with no nut attached to the front of it? Oh, she's pretty hot. She's totally hot. In that sexy purple outfit. Whose baby are you? <laughs> you know what? 60s misogyny. Maybe I'm wrong, and Rich, maybe you can correct me if you know. But Uh, I think the idea of Batgirl being Barbara Gordon came from the TV show. I think that's something that actually uh, carried over into the comics. Kind of like Harley Quinn. Right. Yeah, Harley... She's like one of DC's most recognizable properties right now. You, would, you wouldn't imagine how many fucking Harley books are out there. She's got her own series and there's some limited series going on. She's in Suicide Squad. She's popping up in Batman and Robin and all the other fucking shit. She's popping up very... I find her annoying as fuck personally. But, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it's just interesting. I first encountered her... I didn't know the fuck that was until uh, remember the the Batman uh, cartoon show in the mid '90s, the darker, grittier. That's Batman. where she comes from. That's where. That's where. That's her origin. She was yeah. a stupid. Because I kept up on that character. until like I don't know, like yeah. high school. Was good animation, really good animation. Yeah, I was into that shit. That's one of the best uh, cartoons out there, especially like dramatic cartoons. I guess you would mm-hmm. call it. Um, yeah, I, I do believe that that they kind of 
took that from the TV show and then put her yeah. into the comic books from that. I, I might be mistaken. Well, no, I think there, there was a Batgirl, but I don't think it, it wasn't she Barbara was, Gordon. She wasn't Barbara Gordon. Right. There's been other... Well, there's Batwoman. Well, mm-hmm. anyway. Uh, you know, speaking of Harley, that's that's kind of my fear with the Suicide Squad movie is that there's going to be so much emphasis on Harley because she's such a popular figure that it's just going to annoy the fuck out of me. And if she sounds like the... You know, the, the whiny, nasally... Sounds like the fucking nanny. You know what I mean? Yeah, Fran Drescher. Hey, sounds like her. She's got a voice hey, like Joker. that. That That kind of that shit. That fucking shit. Take that shit to hell with you. Haven't you seen the new trailer? Where she talks and everything? And they show Jared Leto as the, as the uh, Joker. At the end for I don't remember seconds. her talking. Did the woman talk in this one? No. She's talking well, no, and everything. You know how a lot of the What's her voice? trailers will just show... Glimpses of people in costume yeah. for these fucking type of movies. Well, especially when they're a year away from coming out. <laughs> yeah, no, a whole like, lot it, of dialogue. It pretty much lays out the whole story, man. Yeah. It gives you the setup because, I mean, obviously Suicide Squad is a very, very old fucking, uh, if I remember correctly. No, it's it Doom Doom Patrol. That's what that was back from, like, the 50s and shit. But anyways, uh, well, Suicide no, Squad's like Suicide... Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, it's not high up on the non-comic fans' consciousness. Suicide Squad and Doom Patrol actually were both uh, we would call Bronze Age. Or that was dark, from back then? Or I Dark Age in the 70s. Yeah, I thought my dad had some from like the 60s and 70s. I know he had the Doom Squad. I don't know if it started in the 60s, but definitely in the 70s. I, anyway, yeah. uh, are they, did you see, what I did see though, are a lot of the cast members are getting tattoos. Oh, That's a Jesus. squad, like S-K-W-A-D, squad. I don't know and how real that is. I, mean, I it's, I'm really hoping it's fake because they're just stupid tattoos, and they they show them giving them to each other. Like there's a picture of what's her name dressed up as Harley Quinn, and she's giving the director a tattoo on his arm. And I'm like, that's, that's what makes not, me think it's fake. That's not real. Yeah, like, exactly. I hope, and not only certainly not you didn't let each other give you uh, dole out the uh, tattoos. You fairy. Like it was some weird secret Santa thing. <laughs> But hopefully you didn't get the tattoos at all and that you're faking this whole thing. Because if this movie bombs, which I think there's like a 50-50 chance right now, that's going to be know, just man. miserable. Yeah, what if you have the the most expensive bomb ever tattooed right. on you? And what are you going to change it to? You know, you got to do something to write over it. You can't turn that into wino forever. Squad, you can't, you can't do a whole lot of that. You can, <laughs> you can write, you can make it say awkward. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Turn it into that, squid. That would be less weird. <laughs> squid. Maybe maybe like early Kyler. <laughs> a big squid squid Billy fan, that's what it is. Yeah. Well, I I don't think one of that movie's gonna bomb. So that's just, that's just me. Yeah. Uh it's it's it 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 has enough pull in it. I mean you got I don't know. You you got the people who are going to go because okay, you got Jared, you got Jared Leto, Leto, whatever the fuck. Uh-huh. Um, you know, so instantly you got all the chicks who are like, "Oh, I just loved him in my so-called life." So they'll they'll be interested in seeing it. So you got the female interest. And then it does have some star power. You got a lot more beef than <coughs> Leto in that lineup, too. Well, yeah, but I, I'm saying like outside of that, I mean, it's got the heartthrob. You got Will Smith. I mean, he's not Will Smith of 10, 15 years ago, but he's still he's still he'll draw, you know. And it's not the Fantastic Four, which is the only person I knew in the Fantastic Four, really. No, the only two people I knew, let me take that back, is uh, uh, the guy who played Human Torch because he was in The Wire. Uh Uh-huh. And the, uh, I can't remember her name, the Rooney Rooney chick who was in uh, House of Lies or House of Cards. Uh, Rooney? (laughs) Kate Mara? Mara, that's her. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm thinking of. I don't. Else. I don't remember what Michael B. Jordan is the Human Torch. I don't remember him being in The Wire. Here's Wallace. Okay, I'll have to go back. I saw him in uh, Josh Trank's other movie. Yeah, I uh, have no idea what movie that would be. I'm, I'm blanking on it. Oh, by yeah. the way, a buddy of mine uh, posted. I don't know if she made these shirts up or these shirts are, or she found them, but it says uh, radio personality. We do precision guest work based on unreliable data provided by those of questionable knowledge. 
Beautiful. So, I love it. This is it all. I'm like, damn, should I order the guys these shirts? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Get get uh I mean you're Chris, you're what comfortable in a what? Maybe an extra large, large? I do large. Large, and I'll I'll get extra medium for, for Aaron and we'll be all good. Yeah. Extra, extra, extra medium. Uh, extra medium or indie rock medium. <laughs> indie rock. <laughs> hey, man. Just, right. hey, look. It means I'm it has to, to be big real tight around the... I'm just going to have to get the big for me, the one made by Omar the tent maker. You know, fuck. Right. Shit. <laughs> be like, uh, how much cotton did you have to pick for that one? Whole field of it, man. Something that bunches up around the pits. Makes it look what? like I have pectoral muscles. Oh, That's the size okay. I need. So you want to be like the punt returner or some shit that has the the tight jersey on. Yeah, yeah, look at my shoulders. No, that's your shoulder fucking pads, dummy. (laughs) No one's fooled by that shit. Stop it. How about in California, they are, looks like they're going to pass a bill saying that uh, you can't vape anywhere where you can't smoke. So no public or indoor vaping. Glad we got that solved. And then they're raising the smoking age to 21. Wow. You gotta, you gotta in California? 20, in California, you got to be 21 to buy cigarettes. <laughs> like, that's going to stop anyone. First of all, who the fuck is... To, seriously, honestly. If I'm in California, I'm not worried about cigarettes. I can get any drugs I want in my high school. So why would I even fucking start smoking cigarettes? Seriously, that, that's, that's right. retarded. Smoking is, like, tobacco cigarettes is so much down in teenagers nowadays. Uh, how it's, about... It's, it's ridiculous, man. Right. How about doing something about the amount of smog that you put out into the environment around your city and the way it affects uh, people who develop asthma? Because you can't, you can't fucking you get can't votes put that off on of a that billboard. Shit, you can't, for a, for a you can't put a sexy marketing campaign behind that. You can't get people who uh, people who just have a problem with these. They're driving like, their Priuses, Aaron. They're trying. It's, it's just like the sex thing. It's just always about the act itself. No matter what, how they find a how a person finds a way to smoke, it's always bad, and then it's. Any way a person finds to fuck, as long as it's outside of marriage, it's always bad. Or sometimes even then, you're fucking your wife too much. Shame on you. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the Catholic side. You want to take that one away for us, Chris? <laughs> well, no, they want you, as long as you're making a baby, go do yeah, nuts. Aren't the Duggars Catholic? You can't, you can't fuck for enjoyment. Yeah, you got to fuck for procreation. Well, you got to fuck for Jesus. In the UK... That's their new campaign. Britain's, Fuck for Jesus. Britain's National Health Service is considering prescribing e-cigarettes for those who want to give up smoking. They did a study and found that that uh, vaporizing is around 95% less harmful than tobacco. Let's just get vaped out right now. I'm looking to get weird. And then that guy comes along and ruins it for everybody. Right. right. Yeah, no, I, I read that, that same study that's, yeah, 95% less harmful, and I'm just like, still, the people are going to bitch about the 5%, man. You don't know what's in that water vapor, Rich. We don't know. We'll just have to Dude, ban it I, until we know what's in that water vapor. One of my buddies from work went to went to some get-together, a barbecue. They're, remember, now, remember, they're outside. It was in your neck of the woods, actually. It was over in St. Clair Shore, some park over there by the by the lake. Some and uh, he was vaping, obviously, outside. And this guy walks by and goes, <coughs> Really? And waving his hand. Oh, my God. What are you coughing off of, stupid? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't know if I could have held my composure. But, like, it's not like this was in an alley. or so, like You couldn't just go around him. You couldn't just walk. Like Take a, a little bit longer path around the dude smoking if you don't want to smell it it's fucking vapor what are you coughing off of nothing you're making an excuse excuse to be an asshole is what it really is and it's just okay whatever fine you want to be an asshole be an asshole but you're gonna have to deal with being called a fucking asshole and I mean, we've we've went over this before, and anyone listening that really wants to, we we can you can dig back and look up the smoking and vaping thing. That You're all a bunch about. of fucking idiots. And what it boils down to is that people just want to bitch because they don't like the people ha- they yes. have the habit. Could you be less gross? Exactly. Aaron nailed it. Like that was a the, year I think ago. That was the name of the fucking show. <laughs> yeah. Gross. So, yeah. And it's just like really, really. Well, it's considered low class. Right. Okay. The American Heart Association. So are my nuts says that recent studies raise concerns that e-cigarettes may be a gateway to traditional tobacco products for the nation's youth. 
That's backwards. Bullshit. You shutting the fuck up. We're going to have all the kids. The millennials are going to be looking at us smoking cigarettes going, you idiot. Why are you burning the end of that thing to smoke it? You fucking dinosaur. You you caveman. Oh, you smoke cigarettes? How retro. You caveman in your fire. (laughs) Dead dead serious. Not even joking. Yes, I've heard that from people that are like my brother's age and younger. Yeah. They even call, they don't even call them cigarettes. They go, why are you smoking that stanky? Yeah. I'm like, excuse me, do you take a boo-boo in the bathroom too? A smoking stanky? that stanky, that means you got that good reefer. Yeah. Right? <laughs> From our generation. Uh, yeah, and unless you're in the minority of uh, e-cigarette smokers, those who like to do, well, they do contests now. The, the One of the local vape stores, they are having a contest. Uh, I can't remember what they called it, but it's just basically who can produce the most amount of vapor. Oh, there are guys who chucking. get these, these serious machines that just, you know, yeah, yeah, crank the out the vapor. Cloud chuckers, the guys that, that fucking, fucking drip, do the dripper. Wait, what did you call it, Rich? Cloud chucking. That's what cloud chucking? Okay, right. What? So, <laughs> unless you're a cloud chucker, it, vaporizing is... <laughs> that, that, that sounds racist. <laughs> You cloud chucker. If it is, it's against white people, so it's okay. Uh, even if you, unless you're a cloud chucker, uh, it's really not that. It's not. A, it's sorry. Let me try this again. <laughs> unless you're a cloud chucker, it's on the same level as like wearing perfume. You can't. Sure, somebody can smell your perfume and be like, "Oh boy," or your cologne. You know, really di- overdid it with the aftershave a little bit this morning, huh? But it, it, you move on. Like it doesn't it, follow you around. It doesn't linger in the room. It doesn't turn the walls yellow. It really goes back to people feel that they have every right to tell other people what they can do if they're offended by it. Hey, I went through my whole life not trying new things, and I don't think anybody else should try them either. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> should live their life the way I live mine. Sheltered. Exa- and boring. Yes. Exactly. And the minute, the I swear to God, people are turning into the worst, like, Fun girlfriend man. I've ever had. That the minute I, she found something, the minute I enjoyed something that she didn't like, it was shut it down. Fun governors. You know, I, Fun I don't police. want you to do it. This is bullshit. You know, blah blah blah. And you're a horrible person if you do it. And I was just like, why the fuck am I with you? And that's how I feel about all these people about everything, man. It's not just it's not just smoking or vaping. It's not. Everybody's offended by everything. Like, seriously, do you walk around looking for shit to get offended by? I wish my life was so devoid of real problems that I I could just hop online and read an article and go, I'm offended. I I honestly think they do. Yeah, they do look for things to be offended by. To to the point where, like, I I honestly believe people walk around going, well, this seems to be the natural human state. We're we're naturally offended. If I'm not offended by something, there's something wrong with me. I'm not passionate enough about my own life if I am not offended by something that somebody else says. And yeah, you are, as a human, you're going to walk around and be constantly offended if you have your eyes and ears open. There's plenty of things in the world to offend you. You don't make it all your cause. It doesn't have to be a cause, and it certainly is a shitty platform to try and Elevate yourself over others. We need to tone down the righteousness as a society. It's reel it in, people. Yeah. I, honestly, it's it's kind of ironic because according to the same people, a lot of the same people that are offended by everything, they're offended by how intolerant tolerance is and all this shit. And you're making me take down my rebel flag and you're making me do this and I have to put up with gay people getting married. It's like... <sighs> I just, they want to, it's it's kind of like, how do I explain this? I I, I kind of lost my train of thought for a sec, but it's kind of like people that are all about states' rights, but then they want the federal government to step in and ban all this shit. And it's like, yeah. what the, do you understand what you just, it's like, keep your hands, keep your government hands off my Medicaid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you people are stupid. Do you even understand what you're saying? Did you stop and think before you spoke? Go sit in the corner and you're on timeout until you can talk like an adult. Go. Like, that's just what I want to say to these people. It's like, just, I, think- I mean, I get it. You don't want people smoking or vaping in a restaurant i get it all right i don't agree with vape you know you can't vape in a restaurant okay whatever right. that's stupid it's a stupid reason but if a restaurant wants to keep that law and and that's fine whatever well, but you go to a bar come on man this attitude is nothing new it's just been relegated to old people who we can laugh at and say you'll be dead soon anyway so your opinion really doesn't matter all that much now we're seeing this type of radical intolerance coming from the younger generations, which I think is honestly a byproduct of all this uh, this, this praise that's heaped on them, right? So follow me on this one. You, you make a kid believe that 
nothing they can they do is wrong. They are perfect. If they get a bad grade, it's the teacher's fault, right? Teacher should have gave me an A. R- right. Hates me. They get in a fight at school. The other kids started it. My kid's an angel. My kid's perfect. And I tell them all the time. So now you have this attitude of, I can do no wrong. My opinion is therefore always valid. And when anybody doesn't agree with me or does something that I don't like or I find offensive, it must automatically be wrong. And that's where their, their outrage is coming from. It's a, it's a lack of understanding of the world is what, and human nature is what most of this equates to. There's, there's Real Sports on HBO did a, did a segment on the trophy culture. Everybody gets a trophy. Everybody gets oh, a trophy. God. And surprisingly, the only people who, had a pro- who didn't have a problem with it were these parents who want their little darlings to constantly get trophies for trying. And the people that made the trophies. The guy was like, yeah, 30 years ago, I did $40,000 worth of business. Now I do like $13 million a year. And they, it, it's posed as like, uh, well, I, you know, I just want the, the best for my child. And I don't ever want my child to, uh, you know, tell him anything negative, raise him in this little bubble, raise this perfect child. You are depriving <laughs> them of adversity. Well, Right. It's, but see, here's the thing. It starts with trophies like that. It, like, okay, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, on up, you know, participation trophies and shit. And, and then it turns into, I heard this the other day, and I wanted to pull over, set up shop, and just slap every fucking person under the age of, like, 13 that walked by. Just slap the <laughs> shit out of them. I mean, so I fucking drew blood. Because you can't... Th- there's, there's this whole sect of parents now that you can't go to a child's birthday party where not where everyone's not going to get a gift. Yeah, yeah. What? Are you fucking kidding me? Right. Dude, and- I understood as a kid, it's not my birthday, I don't get a gift. That's basic fucking knowledge here, people. Right, and, and the point I was trying to make earlier is that I think that what this really is about is just parental laziness, right? Or maybe it's fear, but I think it's a lot of laziness too. It's They don't want to have these difficult conversations with their kids or even have to deal with their kids crying about something their kids having problems and being upset over the world being against them which is what you know you think when you're a kid it's something that they're gonna have to figure out by themselves and i think parents it's not so much some of it's sheltering but it's sheltering so that they don't have to deal with the the fallout of it right well, they're going to have they to at they, some point. They don't ha- want to have these hard conversations with their kids about what the world's really like. And I'd rather it not be when they fucking finally get into the working right. world with me and I got to fucking deal with it. <laughs> but then right. again, they never get tired. out of that stage where you tell them that the dog went to live on a farm. You know, I didn't tell you know, that's what that's part of what pets are there for is so that your kids can learn about life and death and they get that little lesson. You know, losing a cat was horrible for me, not the one that ran away, but the one that died. And I had to tell my kids and they were really sad and they both cried about it because they both loved the cat. Uh, But, you know, it was a perfect opportunity to talk about some serious shit and help them, you know, start to deal with that and start to understand those concepts. Helicopter parents. I... I just, I, I can't handle it. I, I, I just, this is why I never wanted children in the first place. <laughs> and I made sure I never had another one after I, after the, the phone rang at the wrong moment and Dude, I had the first I one. I was just like, nope, because I'm just not cut out to deal with this. This is not in my my DNA and my makeup to deal with this type of nonsense because I, I, don't I, I, I remember, either, man. I remember my little brothers, like, cause you know, he's 15 years younger than me. I remember him getting, you know, the, the participation trophies and certain things that he participated in. They didn't give out trophies and parents would get mad and go buy their children trophies, buy them the, the trophies themselves and give it to them and say, you're special. You did a good job. You tried your hardest. Right. Not fucking special. Sometimes you're good at shit. Sometimes you're not good at shit. George right. Carlin. What did he say? Talk about kids? He's like, I can sum up kids like you can sum up everybody else. A few winners, a whole lot of losers. <laughs> here's here's what's fucked up is they put out the movie Fight Club. Basically, the book and the movie was, was really aimed towards Generation X. And that was yeah. out of all the generations yeah. surrounding it. It's really kind of the last generation that needed it because we're so fucking cynical and, and jaded that we knew that we were fucked. Right. These kids growing up, need that's who needs fucking Fight Club. <laughs> they really do. They need some fucking Tyler Durden tender love and care. That's what they fucking need. Well, you know what I hear from a, a lot of people our age when, when I talk to them about their experience in high school, which doesn't come up often, 
but I remember, and I'm sure a lot of principals say this, but like principals, teachers, saying like, this is the, this is the the the, uh, the class with the least amount of school spirit that we've ever seen. The most jaded. Mine, fu- right? We lost every spirit competition to the class under us. Right. My class, I always joke, my class model should have been like, are we done yet? <laughs> can, we, can we go now? That's our class model. Hey, Richard, did you have that same experience? Yeah. That's was Generation yeah. X, man. It's yeah. just, we, I really think yeah. that's a generational thing for us. We well, were we were really the on the tail end generation. of Generation X, so all that cynicism mm-hmm. and and being jaded and just eye-rolling kind of fucking trickled down or rolled down the, the mountain, and it really landed on mm-hmm. us. Yeah, but we and were we were the first generation that was told, "Hey, man, it ain't gonna be like your folks." Like, that, yeah, yeah, you're not gonna do as well as they did. Because I was talking, me and my girlfriend talked about that the other day. Like, we were that first generation. We're like, "Hey, man, this. Hey, guess what? Everyone's not gonna have the house and 2.5 kids, and mm-hmm. some of this might suck for we. They did not try to sell us, but we're cynical motherfuckers, man. Like, we're, uh, we're I, it, bad. It's, it, yeah, it, it really is. And it's watching my friends' kids who are going through high school now and all the stuff they're involved in and they're involved in like you know band and ribbon and whatever the fuck flag team and all this shit and they're like out there at the football games that shit was like we would beat those kids up like seriously we'd pound them in the face and tell them like go make me a fucking sandwich or something seriously like you're fucking useless those were not the like now it's it's like almost back to the 50s with that shit that is what you know oh that's what i have to do that's what the cool kids do and i'm like no cool kid was on the fucking cheer team like i'm talking guys not necessarily i mean not females that's a whole different that's a whole different fucking you know ball of wax there but i'm just talking just fucking no guy was like i'm gonna go out for cheerleading oh god no 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 good lord no and it's like me being cynical i'm like oh so you just want to get in with the chicks so you can you know no no i i i really have school spirit what fucking guy has school spirit like seriously even the fucking jocks i knew they didn't give a fuck about the school they gave a fuck about the team and winning bunch of fucking Mm -hmm. alpha males they could give a fuck less about the school so it's just I, I just don't I don't get it. I don't understand it. I just really don't and I don't know I, if anybody had less school spirit than me in high school, honestly. I was part of the, the, the kids that hung out underneath the stairs, the weirdo drama kids and freaks that dye their hair. I was a band geek. So I was like the least school I was in the group that was had the least school spirit out of anybody in our class, in the class that had the least school spirit out of anyone in history, if you believe the principal. I see. I have to say, I wasn't in. I wasn't a band geek. I wasn't. There. I hung yeah. out with a wide variety of people, and I could pretty much travel. I'm dropping SLC punk ism on you. I could travel between the tribes pretty much unmolested. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Love that movie. Like seriously, we would sit there and look at the kids who were like that. The very few, and we'd just be like, "What the? Where the fuck kind of family did you come from?" Like you're just you're you are so fucking naive. Don't you take a look around you. Where the fuck do you think you are? You think this is Wally World, Beaver Cleaver World? What the fuck? Seriously, what fucking upper middle class white family sent you to this school? You're in the wrong area here. Go. Get the fuck out of here. I like you. They were kind of outcast, but they were happy to be outcast because they were oblivious to the fact that everyone was fucking looking at them. I'm like, what are you, retarded? Seriously? Well, so they grew up in their own antidepressants. Yeah, they did start that shit with, with especially I, a lot of kids I knew growing up were on all types of medication. Everybody had to be on some sort of medication, and I was like, yeah, I think really? We were the fir- I think we were the first Ritalin generation. That was just <laughs> after my experience. Well, it, I, like in high school is what I'm saying. When I was a senior, there yeah. was a lot of fucking freshmen who were like, I take this, I take that, I take. You're a four, you got a 14 year old kid on lithium? Are you fucking kidding me? You got how, how much Prozac you take a day? 120 milligrams. You're fucking 14. Life hasn't even begun to. Yeah, fuck. I know, right? Hasn't even played, let's play uh, let's, just the tip with you yet. What are you just <laughs> upset about? Yeah, that's a fun game. No matter <laughs> what housewives you're who are married to gay guys who go to bathhouses that aren't on 120 milligrams of that shit per day. Give me a fucking break, dude. And you know what that was? That was their parents. I don't want to deal with them. Drug them up. They're easier to deal with. Yeah. And you wonder why Again, the kid grows up and sticks a fucking needle in his arm? Did you hear this shit? I can't believe it. They are fucking approving, basically, for lack of a better way to describe it, a kitty version of Oxycontin. Yeah, I saw to that. Give, to give the children. 
nine, ten year olds. Here's here's some child, some, some what is it? Kids formula heroin, children's heroin. Come yeah. in a purple bottle. It's chewable purple. And they say, well, it's for pain management. What fucking pain did you have? I mean, if you have a serious condition, you're going to be on some serious painkillers anyways, no matter what your age. But what pain did you yeah. have that, that necessitated you getting some Oxycontin at 9, 10? I, I'm puzzled by this. I didn't know that there... I mean, medication for kids is pretty much just like watered down. I mean, it's all about dosage, right? What What's different about Oxycontin that to get... About the stuff that they give to kids, the stuff from the stuff that they give to adults? Well, when they start out these future fucking junkies, I guess they're going to just be like, well, we're not going to give you the full adult dose. We're going to give you, like you said, the watered-down dose, and then work right. you up to it's it. It's going to be Flintstone shape. But after... Yeah, I know, right? Chewable oxy, oxy. There you go. <laughs> but, I mean, after watching my mom on that shit, you build up a tolerance awful quickly. So if you got some parents, and they're like, my kid has fibromyalgia, and it's eight years old, so I'm going to give the kid oxy. You're going to have a full-blown addict in a couple of fucking years easy. I mean, yeah. you ain't going to be able to take the shit away from that kid without that kid going through withdrawals, and then what the fuck are you going to do? I would imagine give him, that Get him Ativan, snow him on Ativan so he doesn't get anxiety? Yeah, but this is more the type of drug that you would prescribe for short-term ailments, recovering from surgeries or broken bones Not or whatnot. according to this article. This is for chronic pain in children. For chronic pain. You should Talking not have chronic pain if you're a child unless you have like a serious what disease. What do you mean? A, some of them do, though. Nobody should have chronic pain. <laughs> That's... But it's a, an unfortunate fact of life that chronic pain affects even kids. No, it does. That's what I said. And I guarantee you, if there's a kid out there who has a con- has a condition, I guarantee you, there's kids on cancer that are on oxy. Okay, that's fine. You have cancer, but oh, uh, little Johnny complains he has a tummy tummy ache all the time. Let's give him something. You can go doctor shopping until you get what you fucking want, and you know that's what these parents are going to do. Because what parents oh. going to be like? Yeah, let me give my kid hillbilly heroin. That sounds like a good idea. I'm raising a winner right there. I mean, there's, come on, man. This is just, fu- I'm just like, seriously? We're not even, there's yeah. no pretense of we're trying to keep it away from our kids anymore. We're just going to just hand it to them. There you go. There, there's your, there's your, there's your, uh, chewable oxy as you said you know, there you I go. Think well, Johnny, go play i think your frustration on this issue would be better directed towards parenting than what options we have for pain management for children no it is that's exactly it is towards the parents yeah that's what I, i'm but, saying uh, but yeah, the but problem don't, don't is blame the, the parents drugs. see nothing wrong with it so you can't argue with these parents and these think about it parents of kids right now think about like the 30 to like, let's say 20, 25 to 30-year-olds. They're the ones that are have, that have the kids that are going to be between the ages of like 6, 7, and 10 for the most part. And they're the ones that are going to be giving their kids this shit. And they're, they're that generation after us that we're talking about. The ones that aren't like us, that don't have the outlook we have. So, I mean, they're just going to be like, oh, okay, yeah, I was raised on medication. Here, give the kid the medication. Are you fucking kidding me? It's like my... it's. Perfect example is it's 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 an analogy, oh, but bear with oh, me here. They, My wait. stepmother heard growing up when I was growing up that The Simpsons was evil and horrible and taught kids to disrespect their parents. So my little brother couldn't watch The Simpsons, but he was allowed to watch South Park because she and Family Guy because she had no idea about those shows. Let's get out the tinfoil hats. They're coming out. <laughs> we're, we're heading, we're heading down there rabbit First of hole. All, we're heading, got heroin we're heading, building up in the background. You're talking about tinfoil hats. More like a tinfoil fucking foily. Let's just smoke some shit and get it over with. No, but it's, we're, 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 we're all heading, I think, down the dangerous. I think we're heading down the tinfoil hat path here. Right? I didn't say but, anything about uh, the or, fucking or, or my brain companies is, pimping this shit. So. No, but it's, it's, uh, you could get into the deeper thoughts of the whole, you know, drugging the masses, lulling them into complacency, give it a couple more generations. You know, it'll just be the walking dead. Only fucking everyone will just be stoned out on medication. That kind of shit. That's what the government makes crack for. No. (laughs) (laughs) Now we need to definitely put on tinfoil hats. Yeah. Uh, Real quick, before we wrap up this week's show, uh, I wanted to bring up something that, because this came up a couple weeks ago and I haven't had the opportunity to bring it up yet. Did you just see the case on this uh, uh, Citizens Bank lost a $34 million case in, uh, well, actually, I'm sorry, I misspoke. It's not a case. Let me back that up. Citizens Bank was fined $34 million for pocketing customers' cash. A bank was stealing from somebody? (laughs) What? 
the Citizens Bank failed to give customers their full deposits at times when the size of the deposit didn't match the number written on deposit slips. Bullnet gangs? Who do you think they are? The government? <laughs> Instead of giving workers a difference when there was a mismatch in the paperwork, the bank at times pocketed the cash. The discrepancies, which arose between 2008 and 2013, came up when the bank scanners misread the number on deposit slips or when customers jotted down the wrong amount. Misread, huh? That's what they're going with? I guess. All this technology, all these scanners, all these fail-safes. Misread, huh? Yeah, this is why I don't bank. I don't trust any bank that I've dealt with as far as I could throw them. And I mean the building, not the people. The yeah. institution. <coughs> All right. That's gangster shit. <laughs> no, they're just pulling the game. They're, that's the government. It's a jack move. Chris Rock nailed it. The we, government? We talk, What's the government no, have to do with it? No, but he's, they're like the government. Chris, when Chris Rock talks about taxes, he's like, that's a jack. Like, you, <laughs> you never even see it. You just get it, and it's like, here's a list of what we took. Yeah, we already got your shit. Don't worry it, about yeah, it. Yeah, that's what the bank was doing. The jack move. Just like the government. All right. Well, before we before we sign off here, I, I this okay. I asked if you guys had heard about this guy, Amiri King. Oh he's, yeah, he's Teaser. making the Teaser. Oh, social on, media rounds pretty hard. Save this for the next episode, then. Oh, we we totally we said we were going to get it in this episode Whatever. at the beginning. Well, All right, so teaser for next week. Yeah, Amiri King. We'll get to it on Monday. See what we did there. We're teasing for the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> and then you come back on Monday and we talk about the Samiri Kinga. But thank you for listening. Thanks for all the new follows on Twitter. Thanks for all the new downloads. Thanks for all the love. Thanks for the love on the Facebook. I totally forget her name. I'm sorry about that. We'll mention her next episode. Uh, but uh, thanks for listening and we see you on Monday. Thank you. All right. Later, guys. If you enjoy this show and want more people to know about it, head on over to iTunes, leave a comment, and rate it five stars. Make sure you like and share us on Facebook, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Just search for Christopher Media. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Most importantly, we would like to take the time to extend an extra special thanks to you. Christopher Media could not exist without your support. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net, and thank you for listening christopher media let's make some noise thank you for visiting christophermedia.net